Yeah, uh, good morning over there. And this is a... Uh, a shock that will have massive ramifications for the rest of the draw because Rafa was clearly, I think, the man to beat despite entering with a, with a, you know, a little query over his abdomen. He, uh, he looked to have found his form in the third round, but TFO really took it up to him. He played, uh, particularly aggressively, uh, on the serve, similar to Kyrgios last night in terms of positioning. Rafa standing way back. TFO took the court, seized the initiative. And a four set wins his finest moment. He's a very popular player, uh, I think, on the tour and also in America. And a player that we've thought would come through at some stage and, and to deliver like he has today on Arthur Ashe uh, Stadium. It's a massive moment. And, uh, and as I speak, he's just, uh, shaking hands with James Blake, uh, the former top American yeah. who was the last American to beat Nadal in, uh, in, in the US at the US Open. And that was back in about 2005. So mm. a generational change there, but, uh, you know, pretty amazing, uh, win for TFO. So what is going to be the rea- reaction over there now to an American male taking down the, the great one in the manner that he has done? In terms of the the hype, we know New York's big, it's brash, it's loud. This is going to be really, really significant as we get to the pointy end of the tournament, Courtney. Oh, look, without a doubt. Uh, in one regard, I suspect the tournament would love to have Nadal still in it, given uh, you know his iconic status in the sport uh, around the world. But to have a young African-American performing like he did today, uh, it, it will bring immense crowds through the rest of the tournament will draw significant interest um you know you think the way he's played throughout this uh the week and a half there's no reason why he can't uh progress a little further he plays the winner of uh marion chillich the former champion here in 2014 uh and also uh carlos alcaraz the, the i suppose the the spanish sensation and the next uh spanish sensation on the way through so that that quarterfinal will be fascinating but clearly He's a chance now. You know, he's, he's a significant chance of uh, of making it through to the final, given uh, who's left in that half. So, yes, as you mentioned, on that half, you've got Yannick Sinner, who takes on Marin Cilic a little later on tonight. And, uh, sorry, uh, you've got, sorry, Sinner up against Ivashka and then Cilic taking on Alcaraz. And the world number one picture is very interesting now, Courtney, because we'll talk about Nick Kyrgios in a moment, but Daniil Medvedev, uh, will lose the world number one ranking and maybe we could see Carlos Alcaraz or Casper Ruud as the new world number one on the men's side. And really, that, that, that does sound, you know, quite amazing given, for example, Ruud is a very, very, very fine player. Best efforts a, a Grand Slam final. Uh, you know, he's, he's an outstanding clay quarter and he's had some better form on hard courts, but it, you, know, you just cannot picture him as a world number one. I, I find that, you know, incredibly hard to to sort of uh, rationalise aside from that we know the, the rankings are doing funky things at the moment, uh, given uh, given a few reasons, COVID, but also uh, Novak not being able to play a couple of Grand Slams by his own hand, and also uh, the Wimbledon situation, but also, whereas, well, we think he'll get there at some stage because he's such a dynamic talent, but to get there at 19 without having won a, a Grand Slam slam it's possible that will happen you know it's, it's just amazing should nick kyrgios now after doing what he did yesterday against anil medvedev be expecting or certainly aiming to win this grand slam tournament rather than just compete and hope that you can be active in the second week yes and without a doubt i think uh the way he dismantled daniel medvedev last night uh 
particularly in the third and fourth sets, was so impressive as to suggest that he's really stamped his authority on on this US Open. Uh, listening to John McEnroe a little earlier in commentary, he said he would still have Nadal's favourite if Nadal's alive, and he had Kyrgios and Alcaraz very much on the second line in terms of the next best contenders. Well, with Nadal out, you think Nick has to go to the top there. Not going to be easy. There's still, a, you know, there's there's three good quality players in his half of the draw before he gets through. But if he plays at his best, I think he's a better player than those three. I had a good chat to, to Paul McNamee, the, the doubles great, you know, the four, he yes. would know him well, Digby, from his uh, time running the uh, Copman Cup. And look, he's always been a defender of Curious. He, he does like the contrarian at times. And uh, he did make the point that, why should we be surprised by what he's doing, barring for one of the great returning performances of all time, you know, six weeks ago by Novak Djokovic, who is, you know, probably one of the best returners we've ever seen. Kyrgios would be the Wimbledon champion. He's just carrying that form onto hard courts where the balls are fast and lively in Sydney serve. So, you know, McNamee certainly is a believer that as long as the body holds together, he can go all the way through. I think in the form he's in, you know, every single chance. And I, and I think just the difference in his attitude now, we know he's got, you know, a couple of court cases, etc. You know, there was some public backlash, which is absolutely understandable given, uh, one of the, one of the, uh, charges against him in camera. But the narrative around him is actively trying to be more, I think, uh, open in press. He's certainly more forthcoming in what he's talking about. He, he, he is clearly training harder. There's no doubt when you see him in person that he looks as fit and as lean as what he has been in many, many years. And it's showing on the court. He's moving so well. He's finding himself in position to make shots, to make balls. He's sticking with people like Medvedev from the baseline. And, you know, he he deserves, I think, favouritism now. I think his form is uh, is better than the rest when he's at his best of those left in the field. Courtney with Wilson. the exception, perhaps, of Alcaraz and Sinner, yeah. who yeah. we know are, are, are exceptionally talented young men who are who are coming through and we expect great things from them. It's cool. just that uh, Kyrgios is a serve. Courtney Walsh is with us. Holiday Monday at uh, the US Open today, so it's a big crowd through the gates, and they've just seen Francis Tiafo beat Rafael Nadal. So Nick Kyrgios there uh, last night, Courtney. Take us to one love in the third set, 30-all, and Medvedev... Uh, he hits a shot that's not going to go over the net, but Kyrgios runs around to Medvedev's side of the net and slams it away for what he thought was a winner. Have you ever seen anything like it? Uh, certainly. Uh, well, I've seen the showboating like it. And it didn't yes. surprise me you, uh, that we, we'd see Kyrgios showboat like that and take any opportunity to try and get in his opponent's head to, to I suppose, to rattle him. And I think that was probably the intention there because clearly it was going out. And I just think he thought he'd be a, a smart aleck and try and unnerve his opponent clearly uh, he left Medvedev bewildered even though the point was awarded his way but at that stage you're thinking oh man is that the point that the US Open could go begging this match this this match could go begging but he was able to break in the next game and he was just dominant from then on but no it's very very rare you see that clearly he thought it was the right thing to do but it wasn't <laughs> No, it wasn't. Yeah, he's on court, by the way, at the moment, guys. He's yes. uh, he's in the third third set of his doubles. I, I think they had two set points in the second set tiebreaker. I was just online uh, waiting to come onto the program when they were they were hitting that tiebreaker. So that's, you know, I, I think I would have liked to have seen him get through in straight, but nonetheless, it's only another 45 minutes or so of tennis. Okay, and what about the fighting display of Isla Tomjanovic there yesterday? Stared down eight set points in the opening set, trailed 2-5 on that occasion to take down a player who had been in rare nick. 
Yeah, we talked about this yesterday to begin in terms of uh, before the match that yeah. it was not going to be an easy test for her in part because of the, the letdown factor and that was clearly a factor early on. Look, <laughs> the, the matches on that court went for so long that she was on court way after what she was expected and the crowd, most of the crowd had gone. So it was a far flatter atmosphere on that court that clearly than what she would have had on Friday night. And the legs looked a little saft. Like she did look a little tired early on and, and her opponent, as you touched on, she'd won 13 matches in a row. She'd won the, her last 18 sets, was in red hot form and she'd beaten Tom Lanovic in, uh, you know, a, a month earlier in three sets. For, for Tom Lanovic to turn that around and she showed great grit at 5-2, at 5-3, the service game at 5-4, which she touched on, 18 minutes, she made a couple of spectacular serves, but uh, sorry, a couple of spectacular shots, a backhand drop shot, a big forehand, but she also held her nerve really well against a barrage. And in the tiebreaker, she had a couple of nerves, but I thought by and large, she was, you know, so steely through that first set and she broke her rival. Her rival went away in, in a manner that'll, I think, uh, take her a little way to get over because I've never seen someone sort of wilt as badly as what she did, uh, or it's been a while since I've seen someone wilt as badly as what she did after being in a dominant position in the first. All credit to Tom Manovic. I, th- I think we're seeing uh, a woman who is reveling in the responsibility of being the number one woman in the country and th- fancying herself as someone who should be among the top mm. eight, 10, 20 players in the world. Well, Courtney, thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up with you as the week progresses. Nick Kyrgios, Tanasi Kokonakis are now down at break in the third set of the doubles. It's on the host broadcaster down here over the Rafa Nadal singles match, just showing you the popularity of these two Aussies. Thank you very much for your time this morning. We do appreciate it. We will catch up with you again later on in the week. No worries. We'll have Tom Lanovic on tomorrow about, about as you're going to air, and I think Nick and uh, Nick and uh, Harshinov later yep. you know, tomorrow morning in Perth. Yep. Perfect timing. All the best. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.